Good evening. Yeah. Welcome. Steve Talks 321, episode number eight. Happy Already. Tuesday, January the 14th. Amazing. Time is flying by. I can't believe it. Time Already. wait. Time waits on nobody, right, Jesse? <laughs> That's right. Already the second week of 2020. I can't believe it's already here. 2020. Amazing. So 2020 so far, um, you know, resolutions and all the uh, all the good stuff that normally comes with a new year. But we're turning a new decade. So we're, we're starting a whole new uh, decade here, 2020. Um, so this is the second podcast of the year of 2020. And uh, week in review, we've had uh, a week full of just events and uh, last week, of course, the first podcast of 2020, I had Aggie Hall, Jesse's amazing wife, with Hippo Roofing. She was on, and uh, we talked about roofs and all the added benefits of different types of roofs, and uh, the you know obviously the the added value benefits to a home. And then we talked about uh, Hippo Roofing and the, the services that they provide. It was a very informative show. We had a lot of positive feedback, a lot of views. Lots of views, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Aggie. a good engagement. You know, I mean, uh, listen, roofing is one of those things that people just don't understand completely. So anytime you get, get really into a deep conversation about it and all the moving parts and how it works, uh, it's going to create some interest. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of um, comments and, um, you know, feedback about how informative it was. So, Aggie, if you're watching out there, thank you very much. Uh, we'd love to have you on again in the near future. Yeah. So um, this is a, one of one of the times of year that's always a, a favorite for me and probably many others. We have uh, the NFL playoffs going on, and uh, a few surprises, but uh, you know, a couple teams that are still in the running. I don't think people are too surprised about the 49ers and the Packers being there and. Uh, of course, the Chiefs have been a, a favorite. One of the big surprises, though, was the Ravens uh, getting knocked out by the sixth seed Tennessee Titans. That was an upset, yeah. That was amazing. Um, so, uh, did your favorite team get to the playoffs? No. Who is your team? Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Duval. Yeah. <laughs> Duval. But uh, speaking of Duval, I had a, a closing up in Jacksonville last week uh with a friend of mine who uh, uh, was in the navy mm-hmm. 24 plus years and a big shout out to to mark uh, aka duke if you're watching I'm sure he's busy uh, unpacking and getting settled in the new house but really really nice house uh, up in the northeast side of jacksonville uh, all the best to you mark if you're watching and uh but uh yeah so Getting back to the playoffs uh, this weekend, we've got the NFC and AFC championship games, and those ought to be pretty exciting. We've got the Packers at the 49ers, and we've mm-hmm. got the um, Titans uh, versus the Chiefs in Kansas City, which is always a hard place to win. So uh, Arrowhead, right? Arrowhead, yeah. yep, Arrowhead Stadium. They always I, have a home field advantage. i got a good friend of mine who used to play for the Chiefs. He's um, He might be listening out there uh, this evening, J.J. Burden. Hey, J.J. Hey, J.J., one of the, one of their all-time best receivers, uh, great guy. He's actually doing some motivational speaking. He's a very positive influence out there. So, um, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. NFL football, I'm looking forward to that this weekend. Yeah. And um, So who do you see in, in the Super Bowl? Okay, so I'll make my I'll make <laughs> my official podcast uh, <laughs> prediction for Super Bowl Fifty Four. Um, we are going to have an NFC team and an AFC team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <That's> my... <laughs> but, Way to keep it generic. <laughs> but my no, my That's serious fun. prediction will be Forty uh, Niners and Chiefs. Ooh. Um, but I actually kind of hope that we have a repeat of Super Bowl One, which is the Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs. That'd be cool. That's who I'm really hoping for. And you know this is the 100th uh, year of the NFL, celebrating 100 years. So what a way to to throw back uh, that, by going back to Super Bowl One. That would be cool, a little rematch. Yeah. Somebody on Facebook said, those guys would be kind of old, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, not the original teams, I think. Right, not the original teams. Right. <laughs> but um, – so, this day in history, speaking of history, this day in history, 
um, on January 14th. I'm first going to say, start off by saying happy birthday to my father-in-law, Chuck. If you're watching, Chuck, happy birthday to you. Happy, I'm going to guess now, 39. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, great guy. Uh, hope you're watching, Chuck. I know he's tried logging on and getting on before, but I did share the uh, link from Steve Talks 321 to my timeline. So, if you're if you're watching, um, you know, and you've got some friends that are wanting to sh see this podcast or like my page and, and follow along, you can go ahead and share this. Just share it. Don't do a watch party. Um, and here's why, guys. If you do a watch party and people are commenting on that, I can't see the comments. So if people have questions, they're bringing it in. Of course, you're more than welcome to do one, but um, that's just not the preferred way for me if, if I'm going to answer questions. Right. So please share it and, and let people just – you know, view it that way. Yeah. But, um, Make sure so this yep. day in history, uh, 50 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, 1970, Diana Ross and the Supremes performed their last concert together at the Frontier Hotel in Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah. Is that even there anymore? I don't believe so. Yeah. Original Vegas is demolished. Right. So Diana Ross and the Supremes, and were, were, they, um, were they still making hits? During their last appearance? Um, you know, I don't have that. I don't have that history. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering where they, where they stopped touring that year. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I just know that this day in history was their last Curious. performance. But that's good stuff, though. Yeah. And, and maybe in the future, we're going to have a, uh, a, a pop culture, you know, trivia, history. Um, just kind of revisit some of the stuff from way back and. Yeah, no, I, 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 I dig it. Yeah. I, I hadn't known. So now now I got even more trivia in my head. Yeah, I always enjoy, you know, all right, this day, you know, you just wake up, it's a normal day, it's mm -hmm. a Tuesday. But there's a lot, of, usually a lot of stuff that happens on every day in history. Yeah. And we don't even really hear about it anymore because a lot of people don't listen to live radio anymore. And they used to do that on live radio. Right. Um, I think they still do, like birthdays and things like that. But I don't know about you know, going back that far to, to actual events, unless it's, you know, something like a holiday or something really, really, um, you know, followed by the masses. So, sure. but, uh, anyways, moving, moving along, um, one other, other, uh, birthday shout out to a friend of mine, Tiffany Fortenberry. She's, Oh, Tiffany. Yeah. She, it's her birthday today too. So, um, I know there's a few others, out there that I'm probably not able to remember right off the top of my head, but um, happy birthday to all of you guys out there celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Um, so one of the things I want to uh, introduce, uh, something to the new to the podcast, is uh, my featured home of the week. And uh, so, but, you know, before, before we get to the featured home of the week, I wanted to capture just something here uh, about the stock market. Stock market recaptured an all-time high of 29,000 on the Dow. Uh, NASDAQ is over 9,300, and S&P is like 3,300. So all-time highs on the stock market. I'm sure everybody's 401K and retirement accounts are looking quite nice right now. Um, let's, let's keep it going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, even cryptocurrency is responding. Yeah, yeah, everything is everything <laughs> yeah. is really doing well. Yeah. Um, let's hope that we can just keep it keep it sustained, and obviously we don't want any bubbles. But uh, yeah, I think the economy is is firing pretty much very well on all cylinders and all categories for the most part. Yeah, you know, I, I think we we after '06 and '07 and 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 the following you know uh, recession in '8 and '9, um, it's been a long time coming. I think for the last 10, 12 years, we've just been kind of winding up to get back to those glory days of 03 and 04 kind of uh, prices and, and, and appreciated value. So um, finally, some people are able to um, have a little bit of uh, positive equity and get from being uh, upside down. So it's exciting times. It is. It is. Um, so now moving on to uh, the new segment that I'm creating here on Steve Talks 321 for the very first time on Steve Talks 321. It is our featured home of the week in Charlay Estates, Vieira. Brand new listing 
3778 Imperata Drive. And uh, what a gorgeous home built by Joyle uh, in 2015. And on screen, you will, um, for those watching on Facebook Live, um, you'll be able to see this. It is, um, you know, Joyle Homes, 20, over 2,600, uh, 2,640 living square feet. Um, tons of, tons of upgrades. Quality built, quality crafted. Um, the uh, wide open floor plan concept that everybody really likes and, and wants for open entertainment. Just an open, airy, bright feeling. 10 to 12 foot ceilings. Um, there's some pictures on there. If you can scroll back to the picture area down below there there you go you can just kind of scroll through as you're displaying to the crowd uh 10 to 12 foot ceilings uh we've got the eight foot tall doors and windows uh custom design pool with a salt system large covered lanai uh really really nice covered lanai with amazing views of the lake back there in the pool and incredible sunsets uh, it's a really, really nice floor plan, and um, the garage, uh, it is a two-car open garage, opening garage, but it has 563 square feet, so it can actually hold a, a golf cart plus two cars. Uh, there's uh, extra storage in the garage. Up in the attic, it's decked. Um, just overall, just an, an absolutely gorgeous home. Um, it's, you know, I call it one of those it's the right size home. I mean, it is, it's a three bedroom, but it has this large study. So it could be a fourth bedroom. It has two and a half baths and the half bath is a good size pool bath. It has access to the patio, um, obviously to the pool. And it also makes a really, really nice interior, uh, spare bath close to the formal living area and close to the office. So that's why I say that could be a that could be a uh, fourth bedroom. It's a ten by fourteen study. Oh wow, um, that's generous. Yeah, the the master bedroom is a is a world of its own. Uh, it's got tray ceilings, crown molding, plantation shutters. Uh, the bathroom is incredible. Uh, huge walk in shower with double heads. Uh, you've got the, the the big soaking tub and extra long vanity, raised vanity with granite tops. So I can go on and on, but you know the 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 link there. Um, you guys are viewing the, the the images online you can always go to my website steve sells 321.com or steve 321.com that's a, an abbreviated uh domain and uh under featured properties right there on the main page you can pull that up and view it share it with your friends if you know anybody that's interested let me know i'll schedule a private tour and um have a have a look at it and see if that's the right home for you but um yeah great great home um and also the price 659.9 uh, lowest price pool home in all of Charlotte Estates. So yeah, that's good value. No, yeah. knowing what they sell for, that's that's really good value. Yes. Um, all right. So you know, we talked about 2020 New Year's resolutions. We we're all kind of gearing up. Like, all right, we have goals. We have uh, personal goals, fitness goals, diet and health goals, and you know, or maybe you've got other goals. You've got things you want to do in your life or travel. You've got goals this year. But, um, you know, this is the time of year where we're still getting going and we're working on our personal goals. But at some point, one, you know, one time or another here in the springtime coming up, we either have home buyers or sellers. That's their, one of their goals is to buy a home um, or buy their first home or sell their home and move, you know, either downsize or upsize. And um, so it's, it's a really, really, uh, you know, busy time of year as far as, People getting ready to do that uh, usually starts um, after the first of the year. That's, you know, things, phones start ringing and we've got people calling already, inquiring about listing and selling their home. And they're either, you know, a, a few weeks out or a couple of months out. So uh, so that's that's going to be my first topic is, is your home, if you're selling your home, is your home fit to sell? Um, a lot of people don't quite know what that means, but uh, we'll, we'll dive into this and we'll we'll talk about it. Um you know, does your home have a six pack of abs? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I put together, uh, you know, my, my top, my top five tips. We'll, t we'll keep it simple. Obviously there's many, many variables in, in home preparation, but you know, getting your home fit to sell, I, I try to keep this simple, um, you know, narrow it down five, five top tips. So Steve's top five tips. Uh, we'll start with number one, Jesse. Um, right. 
and these are not in any like particular order. Um, you know, which one is more important than the other? They're, they're all important. So, so here we go. Decluttering. Okay. If your home is occupied, um, and you have the, the link to the article up there too, you guys can see and follow along. Um, if your home is occupied, chances are you have just like us, you, you have stuff, you have some mm-hmm. cases, extra stuff, you have stuff in closets, you have, um, you know, things, cabinets are full and in the garage too. You know, in some cases, some people can't even put their cars in their garage because they have so much, <laughs> so much stuff. Um, a cluttered home, and this is a, this is a known fact. This is this is proven. A cluttered home is a major turnoff to buyers. There's just no way around it. Um, if they can't walk into a room, if it's very cluttered, they usually just stop at the at the opening in the doorway and they just go, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll just you know we'll keep moving along. Um, you don't want that. You, you want people to go into a room and, and just feel the openness of it and envision their stuff in the room, well, you know, their taste. So, so that's number one. Um, and I usually, you know, if you have a lot of stuff, I say start planning your yard sale, your garage sale. Start packing up, donating, getting things out of there that, you know, you're, you're either not going to take with you or you really don't know if you're going to need it in the future. Um, good time to start planning that. Um, what do you say to that, Jesse? Oh, absolutely. I have a declutter person actually who, uh, I'll hire if I, yeah. <laughs> if there's somebody, you know, that I, I don't want to use the word hoarder, but you know, some people just have a hard time parting with valuables and sentimental things, you know, and <clears throat> it was his, uh, parents, uh, home that, uh, that was uh, inherited by him. And they just had a collections and collections of just archaic stuff, you know, VHS and just, you know, lots of old books, like an original leather binding, like, you know, like some nice things, but right. just a lot of artifacts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to bring them, you know, right. with them. So I, I offered to, we did an estate sale. Right. And then we had the decluttering girl come and, and make it all look nice and pack it. So, you know, the movers would have an easy time because right. it, it was tough. It was, yeah. it was, it was tough to sell. Um, because of the condition, but once we got it right, it sold right away. Right. Here, here's another thing too, is I, I have a seller that, um, you know, had a lot of extra important papers that years, you know, years old, they don't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people keep papers of, you know, important things maybe for tax purposes or whatever. But, uh, once you're, once you're past that point and your accountant gives you the, the go ahead to get rid of those things, uh, whatever they are, you know. Or some people, you know, still receive paper statements. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call out a company like Shreddit. Um, if you got like, uh, I don't know, four or five box minimum, uh, they'll they'll come out for like 150 bucks, and you just give them everything, and they just shred it right there in front of you. Um, and and that's a that's a good thing. Just get rid of it because there's no point in keeping keeping extra boxes of things around if you don't need them. But uh, that was just one one thing there about the Shreddit. Um, number two, major items. Uh, this is always a big one uh, because, you know, your roof is a major item, your AC systems, um, your hot water heater. If they're not, you know, if they're not up to par, if they're corroded, uh, if the roof has got uh, worn, very worn shingles or uh, leaks, small leaks, and you've got evidence of a leak, obviously you want to get all of those things fixed and up to par. If you need a new roof, you got to talk to a roofer, uh, HIPAA roofing, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you want to get all that checked out. AC systems; um, these are these are top things that come up. Um, sometimes not always when you're you know trying to sell the house, but when you're under contract, they will come up. Yeah, during during the inspection period is is where most surprises surface. So to avoid surprises, uh, you know, try to take a, take care of some of those uh, major like. Um, yeah, just do due diligence. I actually have a inspector who will do a, uh, a pre-sale yep. inspection. That way, you know, as a seller, you're not going to get blindsided. Like, That's right. oh my gosh, I didn't know my water heater was on the brink That's of right. you know um, uh, losing integrity and failing. Um, so avoid the surprise. That's right. You know, just have, have and and you know, I have some you know some people when I'm interviewing them to list, and they're like, well, right. well, you know, 
we'll deal with that down the road and, and we can always, you know, negotiate or whatever. Okay. You, you know, you can do that. You could, <laughs> but usually, and this is usually, and it's just like if you're trading in a used car that needs everything on it, right. Needs a lot of stuff. They're the, the dealer is going to lowball you, um, way lower than what those things cost you to do. Right. So in, in, in the house, <laughs> in your house, you definitely don't want to take a hit if you don't have to, you're going to get a return on that. You're going to most importantly get, get the home sold. Um, you know, the first go around, you're going to get it sold without it falling through. You don't want it to fall through. So always important to get those things checked out ahead of time before you even hit the market. Uh, of course, when I, when I, uh, interview a seller and, and we start moving forward, you know, I have a checklist of all of these things that I go through. Mm -hmm. um, I will do a visual and, you know, if there's if there's any kind of visual concerns that that I think, you know, they need to have them addressed. I'll point that out. So we'll cover those things. All right. Number three, flooring. Very important because everything in the house is floored, right? <laughs> you walking on everything in the house is floored. Pretty much. Yeah. If you have carpet and it's badly worn down. That's usually not a good thing. Um, you know, replace it. Um, if it's okay and it's just, you know, needing a cleaning and, and, and the stains that are in there are light and they can come out, definitely want to get it cleaned right before you get, uh, you know, on the market. Um, if you have cracked tiles and it's an older floor, that can be a challenge. If you have several crack, cracked tiles um and there's no matching tile or no spare tiles in your house there to replace those that can be an issue because i've seen floors where there's like 25 or 30 tiles scattered throughout the house that are very visible and there's no tile to match it or replace it and um that's that's a hard one to swallow only because um you know most buyers that come in and they're paying a good dollar for the house, they're going to have to deal with it. So mm -hmm. that's something I would certainly advise uh, getting with a, a good tile manufacturer, tile company, see if you can match it. But you definitely don't want to mix and match. You don't want to do that because if you try doing that, it makes it worse. So definitely need to get that addressed. Um, yeah, not only that, but for financing, FHA won't approve a loan with a home that's missing flooring. Right. You can't have, you can't have, you know, um, just concrete with no rug or padding that's right. or tile or anything else. So that's another big, big thing you got to consider. You know, if you, if you do want as many buyers as possible, then you have to entertain maybe a VA loan, FHA loans, your conventional, and of course cash. Correct. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of a prerequisite because an appraiser is going to deny that. Absolutely. Uh, number four. So this one gets overlooked uh, a lot. And it's just, you know, because we're living in our own homes. And if things work okay, um, we come in, we, we, you know, we pull into our garage, we come home, we cook dinner, do laundry, watch TV or whatever. Um, there's a lot of things in the preventative maintenance category that, mm. that do get overlooked. So, you know, creating a schedule, if you guys are, you know, happy with your homes and you're living in them, that's great. But uh, create a preventative maintenance schedule and, and keep these things, uh, you know, up, up to par on a yearly basis. Um, and I'm not going to get in all the details, but, but there's a lot of preventative maintenance things. Um, and we'll just, we'll just kind of, we'll just kind of cover them just to summarize it, but have all these things checked and make sure they're prop properly functioning and, and are in good working condition repair as needed. Uh, paint if worn, just, you know, Paint either paint the wall or if you can touch it without it being blotchy, then then do that. But in most cases, if it's older paint, it's going to have to be repainted the whole wall. Um, seal any and 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 this goes for interior or exterior. And if it's outside, you got stucco. Uh, if you got cracks, you don't want to leave those uh, to a home inspector to to inspect and then find that and go. Oh, you know, there could be water intrusion and things like that. Yeah, just because it's concrete block doesn't mean water can't can't be you know driven through the side of a crack um so make sure they're sealed and painted uh doors and windows make sure they're all working properly make sure there's no cracked window panes uh electrical um anything electrical if it's not working get it repaired uh plumbing fixtures and connections obviously if you got leaky pipes uh faucets not you know turning on and off properly you want to get those fixed by um you know plumbing contractor 
irrigation system. You got a sprinkler system out there, and you got sprinkler heads that are busted, not uh, watering the proper direction. You got it hitting the side of the house, staining the house. That's also another cause for some leaks for some houses. If you got cracks in your side of your house, and you got a sprinkler system hitting it for 30 minutes at a time, you can be uh, assured that water will eventually get in there. Um, and then your pool system, if you have one, make sure it's all you know running properly. Make sure the pump is not fully rusted out. Um, again, these are these are little things in most cases, but they can add up to be big things for a buyer. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, landscaping on the outside. Um, you know, if it's got uh, if it's in need of attention, obviously weeding and mulching in areas where it's supposed to have mulch. Uh, keep your trees and, and shrubberies trimmed away from the house. Keeps those pests off the house. Uh, definitely, again, a simple thing, but you'd be surprised how many times I've seen landscaping up against the house and not up to par. Um, and then number five, this is obviously, you know, you got all these other things properly done, properly working, a deep cleaning, right? Before you go on the market, you want your home to be clean and happy. A, a clean home is a happy home. Um, you only get one first impression, right? I mean, I don't think anybody can dispute that. You get one first impression. So when that buyer comes through your, your home, um, if it's not up to par, that was their, that's the impression that they're going to have that's never up to par. Um, and it might just be a, an off day. Clean everything from top down, uh, inside and out. If you can't do it yourself, hire a, um, a cleaning company that can bring out a team of people. Um, you know, get it done in a few hours' time. And, um, you know, something else, too. AC ducts, vent returns. I see that a lot. I see, I look up. People do. They look around. And look up, and you see the return vent. It's covered with dirt and dust. Mm. Um, if you have the rest of your house all clean, and then you have dirty vents, right. and somebody notices that, you know, again, uh, just consistency. Cleaning and painting are the least costly improvements, believe it or not. And I don't know that you really consider them improvements, but if if it's clean and versus dirty, it is an improvement, right? For sure. So get those done because they are, you know, in most cases, the, the least expensive thing you can do, and that shines, and it really makes your home look nice, all right? Yeah, those Mr. Clean um, erasers. yeah. Or worth the magic erasers, yeah. Eraser. You know, for baseboards that get kicked, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of like little things that people may not look if you have pets. You know, there may be some uh, rub marks uh, on the corners of walls, um, little things like that as well. Buyers will notice. So, yeah, definitely right. freshen up, definitely spruce up. Yep, all good stuff there. Um, and again, these are these are things that I um, I pass along to my sellers and um, and the ones that follow it to the T we get top dollar for their home and we get the home sold usually really, really quickly. And, um, you know, there's little room for home inspection blunders and that's what you don't want. You don't want anything holding up the sale of your home. So, but, uh, for those of you just joining in, thank you for coming on to Steve talks three, two, one. Uh, we've got a couple of, uh, people from out of the country here. Michael from Trinidad, Vinny from China. <laughs> and Michael from Trinidad says, go Tigers. Which Tigers? <laughs> uh, Ez is watching. He says, king of clubs. Sees the jacket. Uh, thank you, Steve Thaggard, for sharing the podcast. Appreciate that, as always. And um, we're, we're, we're actually uh, you know, a third of the way through our podcast. We're talking about, is your home fit to sell? And... Uh, Appreciate you guys joining us. So we're going to get into the next the next segment here before our break. And it's my top five tips that increase your home's resale value. Okay. Now some of this stuff may be covered in the in the top five fit to sell tips, but um, there's some differences. So let's go right into it. Flooring. Okay. We talked about that in the um, in the uh, fit to sell segment. However. If we're, if we're looking to increase the actual resale value, um, maybe it does have carpet. Maybe it's an area that has carpeting that a lot of people would prefer having either a laminate flooring, a, a wood flooring, or a tile. Um, that would be a good time. You know, if the carpet's all worn down, it needs to be replaced anyhow. Maybe a good time to reevaluate what type of flooring you're going to put down there. Um, and here's why. If you're in an area in a, in a category where 
let's just say it's a $250,000, $300,000 category where most homes have solid flooring flowing in the main area of the living room or whatnot. Um, that might be a good um, thing to evaluate to have maybe some wood flooring put down or tile and, and just redo all of that flooring. So it's all one flooring or, you know, um, a neutral flooring that goes through and it's what people are looking for. Um, again, this is something case by case. It's, it's not across the board, but it depends on the neighborhood, the price category you're in. And uh, that's, that's what I do. I, I evaluate that and, and I sit down with people and I say, look, every single one of these homes that have sold in this neighborhood all had, you know, tile in this area or wood flooring or whatever. None of them had carpet. So um, that's a good time to evaluate that. Uh, kitchen. Kitchen is where we spend a lot of time. Uh, in the house, we, we, I, I think a lot of us cook there. <laughs> um, some don't, but you know, even so, mm-hmm. if you don't cook a lot there, um, it's still an attractive showpiece of the home. The kitchen right. is a very important part of the home. Um, some people just love having a nice kitchen, even if they don't use it. I know some people that don't use their kitchen that much. They don't cook. You open their, their oven and it's spotless and like this thing's never been used, but that's Okay. Because somebody at some point is going to utilize that, but you know, second to the to the bedroom, you spend a lot of, a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, you know, updated cabinets, quartz t- counters, granite counters—they're almost expected in today's uh, home buyer market. Um, you know, along that is updated stainless appliances, nice nice appliances. Um, you know, a bowl sink that either has a single bowl um, or some sign of kind of designer finish uh, and designer faucets. Those are, those are keys. Uh, some people always are fascinated with soft clothes, you know, doors and drawers. And mm-hmm. um, that, that can be case by case. I wouldn't say you need to have that on every single property. But, right. again, that's something we would evaluate. Um, moving on, number three, master bedroom and bathroom. This is where you spend uh, a lot of time, and in some cases anywhere from six to eight hours, a day. That's a that's a large part of the day spent in the master suite. You sleep in there, but you know more importantly, that's probably most used bathroom of the house. So, you know, it really needs to be sweet. The master suite needs to be sweet. Besides painting and flooring, um, you know, the bathroom, um, you know, if it needs to be remodeled, that's a good time to evaluate that. If it's if it's got a lot of worn down grout and and you know finishes in there that's probably a good time to evaluate how much needs to be done in there. The average ma- uh, bathroom remodel runs, you know, in excess of $5,000. And that's for the small bathrooms. So creating a budget is really critical. Um, you know, go for raised vanity uh, cabinets with granite or, or quartz, um, no, matter what, no matter what property it is. I, I, I think that's important to have a, a, finished, a finished product in the bathroom that has the upgrades. New plumbing fixtures are always nice, and new tile in the shower if it's outdated. Very nice. You know, you have blue tile or pink tile. Um, in, in most cases, people frown on it, you know, have 70s, yeah. 60s, and 70s tile. <laughs> so so there's, so there's your, your uh, master bedroom bathroom. All right, number four and five. These, are, these were mentioned in the uh, fit to sell, but I'll touch on them real quick. The HVAC system, you know, air conditioning. Is, is, is one of the more expensive items in the house. Definitely the most expensive appliance. Um, if your unit is more than 15 years old, it may be, most likely it's corroded. In Florida, it's probably corroded after about five years. Oh, yeah, the exterior unit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even if running well, and I always say this, some buyers will hesitate, hesitate to pay top dollar if they think they'll need to expense thousands of dollars for a new AC. Right. So... Contact your AC contractor and see how you can make that look nicer. Even if it runs perfect, get a service done, get it serviced. If it runs perfect and it's just a little cosmetic, get your AC company to service that. This way you have a proof that it was serviced. And uh, so when buyer comes along, you've got maintenance records. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know what I like, Steve, is um, the home warranty. The home warranty. That's right. Do you you recommend that? Because I I feel like if, if you do have appliances that are in their, you know, aging you know they're they're just about expired of of, of their uh, lifespan so for ac let's say you know 15 years is is usually where we see uh mm-hmm. them expire so at the 10 or even 11 year old uh, ac um there's still some life into it and 
they could still be under you know a, a home warranty which covers uh, up to a certain amount of labor parts and something you know it's not gonna it's not a, a manufacturer's you know right. war- warranty or anything else but at least it helps and it gives the the new buyers the new owners of the home a little bit of peace of mind <clears throat> absolutely absolutely uh, but that's yeah that I you know home warranty is good it keeps 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 you from spending thousands of dollars uh, there's a a deductible involved usually anywhere from 75 to 100 bucks right uh, they come out if it's minor it's what it costs you if it's major that's what it costs you so something to, to evaluate and I can go over those you know if you guys are out there listening you want to um, give me a call we can we can talk about the different companies because there's there's a few out there uh, and last one is roof your roof obviously you know if it's 15 to 20 years old you're not going to get top dollar for your home okay right. there's no two ways about it uh, it's the single most expensive and important part of the home so if it's not properly maintained um, or not replaced, other problems can arise and will arise, and insurance rates could be higher, which makes it less affordable for a buyer. So those are my top five tips to increase your home's resale value and, of course, the previous top five tips for making your home fit to sell. All right. So I am taking questions or comments along the way, but we're – we're going to be, what we're going to do is take a break. Um, we're a little over a halfway mark. And uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the, uh, the Virgin train coming through the east coast of Florida and through central Florida uh, a little bit. We're going to touch on that. And uh, we've got a link we can share as well on that. And uh, we'll be back here in about 90 seconds. Thanks for watching Steve Talks 321. Be back. Hey, this is Trisha Schmalhofer, hostess of BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. This podcast is all about seeking knowledge, talking to experts, changing perspectives, channeling wisdom, and shifting consciousness. Listen as we invite a different badass guest each time from a variety of career fields who are living their purpose, spreading light, giving strength and hope, and changing lives every day. We stream live on Facebook, so like our page, interact with us, and watch the behind-the-scenes action. Find BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts under Space Coast Podcast Network. BAM! You're listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, Email us at Space Coast Podcast at Hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. All right. Welcome back. Quick 90 second break. You're watching Steve Talks 321 live right now on Facebook Live. But uh, if you're listening um, on January the 15th, you are more than likely listening to it on one of your favorite podcast sites. And uh, we're there. We're there wherever you listen. So if you don't uh, catch the rest of the show tonight, you can listen on your podcast tomorrow. Uh, actually, a little yeah. after the show is done, you can listen to it tonight. Yeah, even tonight it'll be, it'll, it'll be live. Yep. And that, and that goes for all of our listeners who are discovering us on Pandora and Spotify mm-hmm. and other places. Um, make sure you tune in. Uh, you know, go to Steve Talks uh, Facebook page. Steve Talks three two one is easy to search. It'll come up, and then just give us a like. And then, if you really want to go for it, um, add add that uh, that follow button, or even uh, it's a I think a bell icon right. for a notification, so you get notified every time. Uh, Steve talks uh, three, two, one goes live. Great tip, great tip. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Um, all right, so now we're we're going to touch on um, you know one of the hottest topics right now in the whole East Coast of Florida and the Central part of Florida, and that is the Virgin High Speed Train that's coming from South Florida, from Miami area up through the Palm Beaches, up the Treasure Coast, 
and uh, through the Space Coast and over to Orlando. Uh, so far, 170 miles of track is being laid down. Uh, it's already wow. complete now from Miami to West Palm, but they're connecting it up through this way. Uh, we see all the construction here in Brevard. We can see the tracks being laid down, I mean, all throughout the downtown Melbourne area, through, um, you know, down along US-1, and then um, hooking over, they're actually, they just cleared all of the, 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 the brush along 528 there that's heading to Orlando. So it's, it's really rocking and rolling. They're saying, um, and we have a link that we can put up here. Um, now, this one is going to be about Melbourne residents being unhappy about Virgin Trains coming through here um, or not stopping here. But that's, um, you know, right now we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But right now. The um, the plan is to have this completed and running by 2022. Um, I don't really know, you know, if that's on, you know, on track at this point to be when when in 2022. But that's what that's what I'm reading. Um, this is News uh, 13 Orlando Spectrum News, the link. Um, but you know, drivers in in Brevard County should expect. And this is a good again. This is a news story, so. You want to watch, uh, listen to it? Yeah, let's listen to this. known as Brightline will connect Orlando to West Palm Beach and go all the way down to Miami. Today, News 6's Clay Lepard got a behind-the-scenes look at the high-speed train construction happening now. Even from above, you still can't get the whole picture of what Virgin Trains is doing throughout the state of Florida. We're doing it. News 6 got a first look inside Virgin Trains' new terminal at the Orlando International Airport. When it opens, it will connect Orlando to West Palm Beach and Miami with its high-speed train that tops out at 125 wow. miles per hour. In all, the project is expected to cost $2.5 billion. We are uh, traversing underneath the 528. From the $70 million maintenance facility. Also coming up right here on your left. To the miles and miles of land being cleared to make way for the tracks. It's part of a goal to get 3 million cars off the road. Listen, we can't keep on building asphalt. Patrick Goddard is the president and CEO of Virgin Trains USA. You know, with 1,000 people moving into the state daily, um, and 126 million visitors last year. We can't, we can't depend on the car. We need alternate uh, mobility solutions, and we think that this is a phenomenal mm -hmm. uh, alternative uh, to what's out there. This is where one of the 55 bridges are being built between here and West Palm Beach. It's all to make room for 170 miles of track. Right now, the airport station is the only one set to go in Central Florida. Well, this is exciting. That will likely change. Mm -hmm. We would like to see stations every 50, 60 miles. I think that that's feasible. We think that's reasonable for an express uh, train service. Virgin Trains is also in talks with Disney World and the Space Coast about possible additional yes, stations. Please. As this stretch <laughs> is set to open in 2022. Clay Lepard getting results, News 6. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, cool clip, it, you know. It's, you know, and, and, you know, I never thought that uh, we had, we had um, you know, heard about this. 15, 20 years ago, a high-speed, you know, a bullet train, they used to call it. Right. I never thought in my lifetime I would see it actually happening coming through here. Right. Okay. Not to be negative, but I, I just, you know, it just seemed like it's such a, uh, a far-fetched thing. Like, how are we going to get everybody, all these counties together and right. get the monies together? Well, well, you know, so Richard Branson, Virgin, you know, is, is making it happen. And I don't think that article, that story there mentioned, but this is going to create over 10,000 construction jobs. Uh, many of them I've already started, but, you know, there's a lot of good things that are coming from this. Um, you know, in, in the latest article that came out uh, about Melbourne residents being unhappy that Virgin Train will pass them by, again, this is from what I know, that there was never a stop planned in Brevard, but they are now talking about you know, every 50 to 60 miles. So West Palm Beach has one. Orlando's definitely going to have one. You only, you know, you would think that it only makes sense that, all right, 50 to 60 miles from West Palm Beach puts one uh, somewhere in, in the Treasure Coast area. Stewart is where one site I heard mentioned. And right. then the next uh, up from there would be, you know, somewhere in Brevard County. Well, the logical place would be near the port. Right. And, and that makes a lot of sense. Second largest port, um, and, and the port is 50 miles from Disney World, right? Yep. 
So it makes a lot of sense. Um, we're not really going to go into any more detail than that. I just wanted to bring everybody up to speed on what's going on there. But it is, if you guys are out of the area and you're not in Brevard, um, you know, maybe you're in, you know, Central Florida or North Florida or West Coast of Florida, you ever get over here, come along, you know, like Pineda Causeway, you can see construction going on there all along US-1 down through Melbourne and then all along the B-line there, 528. Uh, that is, that it's it's here, it's happening. So uh, I'm excited. I, I definitely want to hop on it and try it, even if I have to drive to Orlando just to try it. <laughs> but, I'll, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> I'll drive to Orlando for an hour to avoid the traffic going to Miami. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, it, it, it was a foreign concept. Now, down in South Florida, especially, you know, Miami, they got the uh, Metro Rail, which is a, an elevated train that goes kind of like over the city. And then they also have between uh, Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties, the Tri-Rail, which is a commuter train that goes back and forth, but only through those three counties. And so for all of us up here, it's kind of like no man's land. Like, you know, we, you have to get in your car and you have to drive to for, to where you need to go. Right. And, and now we're going to be able to, you know, we could drive an hour to the airport. Uh, imagine this, you know, and let's just say knowing Richard Branson, he's probably going to have a luxurious beverage uh, cart train, <laughs> you know. Um, and have you heard about the new cruise line he has? Yes, I have. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other so we're thing. So we're booked to go on that in July. Right. Oh, the, this the, year? Yeah, the Scarlet Lady. Oh, wow. They, they start setting sail on, in February. So we're going to be, you know, not one of the first ones, but we'll be, you know, a few months into it. Whatever it is. I mean, that's, that's super Adults exciting. Adults only. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, but yeah, just think, you know, you can sit in a beverage car and relax, and in three hours, you're there. No stress, right. no traffic. Uh, you're avoiding uh, standstills and accidents and everything else that comes with, you know, being in a vehicle. And you're just cruising at 100 miles an hour, man. I mean, and let's just say, you know, <clears throat> you're in South Florida, right? And, yeah. you know, they have two cruise ports down there, Fort Lauderdale and um, Miami. Um, let's just say it's convenient enough for them to hop on a train and, cru and cruise out of Port Canaveral. Right. What's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing, man. That, and that, that would be super if we could just drive to Port Canaveral um, and get to Port Everglades in an hour and a half, two hours, uh, already starting to enjoy our vacation and relax. Wink, wink. Uh, have, maybe have a couple of fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you walk off uh, – you know, the train and you, uh, you know, whether it's a taxi or other, you know, uh, shuttle or whatever they have available uh, for the cruise uh, patrons to take you to Port Everglades and, and get yourself on the boat. Yeah. And you know what else is down there near Port Everglades is the uh, the Seminole, the Hard Rock, uh, the Guitar Hotel. Oh, the casino. Yeah. New, new. Uh, oh, my God. Guitar. Yeah. It's beautiful. So we're actually looking at booking that for New Year's this coming year. Well, yeah. You you better uh, let, let me know mm -hmm. when you guys are going to book that. I'm because, letting you know. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're looking at the uh, the 28th, I think it is. 28th or 29th? I think it's 29th. 29th, 30th, 31st. So we're going to stay like three nights because I, I don't think – I think we went online and, and they won't let you stay less than three nights. Yeah. But at the, least in advance they won't like but booking you're, it. But you're not going to leave New Year's Eve. New Year's I mean, Day. You're, you're going to leave the first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So you stay the the, the – uh, 29th, 30th, and 31st. That's what it is. Okay, check out the first. Okay, check out the first. Yep. So that's that's what we're that's what we're planning. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, we don't have any comments or questions other than a few that we had. Uh, unless my feed is not up to no, par here. No, it's that, that's that's what we're seeing. Yeah. Um, but I, we have a really fun um something new that we're gonna do every show, and it's gonna be a a little a little game show, a little trivia. Um towards the last, you know, 10 minutes or so. So um, I'm actually going to test Jesse here. Uh -oh. uh, it would, it would, if I had my other special guest here, I, I would put them on the spot, but um, next week. So, so we're, <laughs> we're going to, so you, so you out there, Jessica listening, uh, you're going to be on next week. <laughs> Jessica Lynn, Jessica Lynn Silva. Uh, she's going to be on next week. Special guest. Um, but yeah, we're going to, I'm going to put Jesse to the test here. Uh -oh. It's a, uh, basically a, um, an IQ test. So you guys want to follow along? Uh, <laughs> of course, if you're listening to the rebroadcast, you can, 
just follow along. But if you right. guys want to follow along, you're watching live and you want to comment and all that, great, follow along. All right, Jesse, I'm going to grade you here. And then oh, we'll boy. come back and then we'll go over all the answers. Okay. All right. True or false? Hmm. Apples originated from South America. Uh, false. Okay. Next question. Paella, paella mm -hmm. is a traditional Spanish dish. I want to say uh, true. Okay. Next one. An ostrich, an ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. True. All righty. Next one. Los Angeles is the most populous city in the U.S. In the U.S.? Is that true? Um, I'll, I'll say true. All right. Next one. The sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel is 666. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my word. That's just the... Right. That's just the... <laughs> all right. Um, Jupiter, the planet Jupiter, mm. makes up around 99.8% of the mass of the solar system. Wow. That's true or false? Oh, yeah. Um, no, the, the mass of the solar... No, because the sun would be included in the solar system, right? But is But the sun is gas, not mass. Oh, man, it's confusing. I'm just going to say false... Because I haven't said false All right. in a while. Okay. All right. And last one. Mm -hmm. About 5% of the body of a jellyfish is solid matter. The rest is water. 5%? That sounds about right. I'll say true. All righty. Okay. Now we're going to come back and we're going to see how Jesse did here. Uh-oh. Um, drum roll, please. <laughs> All right, here we go. First one. Apples originated from South America, and Jesse said false. The correct answer is false. Correct. All right. The tree originated in Central Asia, where its wild ancestor uh, is still found today. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I thought. All right, next one. Paella is a traditional Spanish dish. Jesse said true. The answer, the correct answer is true. All right. Yeah. That's exciting. All right. All right. You're two for two so far. <laughs> All right. Next one. An ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. Jesse said true. The correct answer is true. All right. I got that one right. He's three for three, man. He's on a roll. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Los Angeles is the most populous city in the U.S., Jesse said, true. Correct answer is false. Oh, New York City is the most populated. I, that, that was the only wild card. The only thing that, that uh, kept me from doubting myself was the, just the, the area yeah. of Los Angeles. Like Orange County is like from you know, the size of Miami to Orlando. I mean, it's just like a super It's definitely big. a uh, Los Angeles geographically, you know, in size, it's definitely right. bigger. Uh, <clears throat> but you're doing good. All right. all right, next all right. one. The sum of all numbers on a roulette wheel is 666. Now, I didn't even know the answer to this one. No. But that is actually true. Jesse said that, true. The yay. answer is true. <laughs> I was I, I figured it was too random. Kind of random, right? It was too random. Like, to, wow. to, yeah, <clears throat> like, well, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and prove it wrong. Right. I mean, the sum of all numbers on a roulette wheel. Man, <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. All right, Jup the planet Jupiter makes up around 99.8% of the mass of the solar system. Jesse said false. Correct answer is false. The sun makes up for 98 to 99% of the solar system. So good. And I, and I remember you were just kind of kind of rehashing going through that, and you said, mm -hmm. no, the sun's got to be. So good, right. good, good on you for that. And last one, about 5% of the body of a jellyfish is solid matter. The rest is water. And Jesse said, true. Correct answer is true. All right. All right. So you got. I'm not doing bad at this trivia three, thing. Four, five, six. You got six out of seven correctly. Hey. So your IQ is very good. I give him a, a very good, a nine 
out of 10 IQ. How's that? I like it. I yeah. appreciate that. That was fun. Yeah. So I if hope you guys are watching or listening, there's probably a couple of things in there you didn't know, right? Absolutely. Like, you know, Los Angeles, the roulette wheel. I mean, those are yeah. those are kind of tricky, right? Yeah, it was, it was random. Although, as soon as you said, is the apple from South America? And then the very next question was, is the paella originally? <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this like a, a South American right. theme trivia? And I, I, I must have gotten the first one wrong. <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 I knew apples were of uh, Asian uh, <laughs> orientation. So uh, I wasn't fooled on that one. No, no. But uh, yeah, those are those are fun little things. We're gonna we're gonna uh, include that in the show. Uh, you know, nice little five minute, seven minute trivia game, just fun. And um, if you guys are uh, listening out there on you know your favorite podcast site, uh, feel free to visit my Facebook page at Steve Talks Three Two One, and uh, you can watch it live there. You can watch it uh, recorded, uh, stream, video stream. You can see us in the studio. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of put a, a, a face to the name, and uh, you know, share it with your friends. Um, if you have a, a topic or any ideas of any local, um, you know, topics or businesses here in Brevard County, you want to send them my way, please do. You can, again, you can reach me out on, on Facebook, Steve talks three, two, one. Um, you know, we've got a show next week. We've got Jessica Lynn Silva coming on. Uh, she's a local attorney here. She's an estate, um, estate planner. Uh, she also handles probate, uh, wills, trusts. So, We'll have a really good show, very educational, informative show. So if you're out there and you're thinking about, you know, this is on my on my uh, New Year's resolution. At some point, we've been wanting to do this. We've been putting it off for years. Now's the year. Uh, you might want to listen to this show. Uh, there's going to be some really good topics on there on on holding, um, how to hold, you know, real estate property and, and title and the different titles you can hold and how they may affect you. Um, you know, wills, trusts. Things like that. So she's gonna she's gonna be on next week. Um, yeah, all good got? topics. Yeah, good, great topics. Yeah, some people don't know the the, the power of of a trust when when somebody uh, passes, and even a will can still be uh, you know in, in probate, and you pretty much give the attorneys an opportunity to try to try to accommodate everybody. But a trust is the absolute that I mean, it, it's 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 so powerful. You you know you don't really need an attorney. Uh, to to you know assemble everybody and 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 d distribute things. A, tr a trust holds everything for the beneficiaries of that trust. So it's a very powerful um, way to right. convey property and and even you know wealth. But some people still do you know retain an attorney uh, right. for very complex. You know they 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 can you know if 30, 20, 30 years pass or whatever five years. Right. Um, you know you, you get all that done and you put it away and and now you need it. Uh, it's always great to, to, to reference, call that attorney that put that together for you. And, um, they can, you know, obviously guide you through it and help you through that. So that's going to be a great show coming up. Um, yeah, we'll have to get some uh, trivia Tuesday. questions regarding wills and trusts and fun stuff. And we'll quiz, uh, Jessica. So you've been warned. I'll girl. check with her on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the random trivia. Right. Um, we'll put together some things like that. Just kind of keeps it, uh, mixes it up, keeps it fun. Um, but we've got, you know, we're coming up on the NFC, AFC Championship football weekend. We've got some good stuff. Uh, now, tomorrow, now here's some weather news. We're going to even throw weather into this mix here. Tomorrow, we're supposed to dip down into the 30s here. Jesse, no, did you know that? I had no we idea. We were in the 70s today, and we're going to dip down into the 30s tomorrow. That's why it was so crappy outside today. Yeah. Uh, yep. cold front. So you guys uh, bundle up out there tomorrow. Get your chili meats. Get your, uh, <laughs> yeah. Get your firewood and bundle up. It's gonna be it's gonna be chilly here tomorrow in Flor most of Florida. I think it's gonna get get pretty chilly. So yeah, I, I I gotta I gotta make it chilly. Yeah, but I uh, got Super Bowl coming up. Gonna gonna be hosting uh, uh, from a three year hiatus. Got a Super Bowl party coming up. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, looking forward to that. And um, got some special things planned for that day. Uh, I'm already starting to prepare for it. So looking forward to that. But uh, we're. We've got about perfect timing. We've got about a minute left. Um, I see some people just hopping on. If you guys are uh, just hopping on, you, again, you can watch the, uh, the the recorded stream of this after we're done. It'll mm -hmm. be back on Facebook. And then, of course, audio is on your favorite podcast. You go to Space Coast Podcast 
and then just search the shows and you'll see me here. It's episode eight at Steve Talks 321. And today's show was was called uh, Is Your Home Fit to Sell? Uh, we also talked about, um, you know, we had some other things here, non, non-related, uh, um, you know, non-real estate related, non-business related. We talked about this day in history, but, uh, you know, five, my, my five top tips for getting your home fit to sell. And then, of course, my five top tips for um, best repairs for resale value. So all good stuff, and I hope it helped you out if you're listening and watching. Um, as always, you can give me a call, 321-749-9394, uh, or follow me on Steve Talks 321 on Facebook. So that's that's a wrap for this show, Jesse. And uh, Awesome. We appreciate all you guys watching, your support out there. Episode 8 is, is a wrap in the books. And we'll see you next week at 7 p.m. again. And we're going to have Jessica Lynn Silvan, uh, attorney, talking uh, real estate, uh, probates, and uh, how to hold title, trust wills, all that good stuff. So look forward to seeing you guys then. Have a great week. Bundle up tomorrow. Weather's going to be cold. Good night, Steve. Peace out, guys. Peace out.